You're listening to Off Topic number 236. Hello, and welcome to what I can only assume will be uh, one of the most difficult off-topics I've been a part of. My name is Jeff Ramsey. Uh, typically, Michael hosts it, but uh, given recent events, I asked him if I if I could come in and, and say a few things, and he was very gracious to give me this platform. Uh, with me, of course, as always, are Jeremy and Jack and Fiona and Gavin in no particular order. That's just the, it's just the order I saw them in. Um, <laughs> I uh, I have a lot I have a lot I want to say today about Achievement Hunter and our community and our failings, but I also do not want to give the appearance of uh, another white guy on a diatribe of platitudes. Um, and so I, I'm I'm a, I'm a little at loss as to how to proceed. Uh, and. Uh, so I'll, I'll just do my best. I'd like to say, well, first off, um, if you didn't see it, uh, a former Achievement Hunter employee named Mika Burton yesterday, in the wake of all of uh, the Black Lives Matter controversy that's going on right now and uh, this, this revolution that's happening, I think it's probably the new civil rights movement. I know we're all really raw and on edge right now because we're watching our country burn to the ground. And in that process, Mika shared her experience working at Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter. And it was like a fucking punch to the gut that I, I needed. Um, and I called her yesterday and I talked to her and I'm not going to share our private conversations. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's respectful, but uh, I'll talk about how I want to talk about how, how I failed Mika. How, and I have a lot of reasons. I have a million reasons. None of them are excuses. I don't think there are excuses. Um, but I, I failed her as a friend, and I failed her as a coworker. And I, and I, and I guess I should say I failed the audience as well by not being a better example for you. I, uh, I'll be. I don't want to get sidetracked. I'm sorry. Uh, so. I wanted to have this discussion today, and I, and, I, and I told her in person, and I want to tell you, and I want to tell the world, that I am sorry to Mika for her experience working at Achievement Hunter and Rooster Teeth. I am sorry I was not a more vocal supporter of her. I am sorry I was so... I was in such a dark place, and it almost lines up to the T of when she worked here. Um, I think I was even on sabbatical at the end of this. I, uh, this is not an excuse, but I was, I was so consumed by my own pain. I was... My marriage was falling apart. I was an alcoholic. I was killing myself. I was depressed and I didn't realize it. And I was, I was in a very, very dark place. And that's not an excuse. I just was so blind to the pain going on around me. I just couldn't see it. I, I was so consumed with my own inner turmoil that I was just deficient as a friend and a coworker. And I was blind. And I, I'm so sorry for that. I wish that I could. I wish that I had been better. I wish that I had been stronger. I wish, I wish that I had figured my life out a lot earlier. <sighs> but 
I just, I just, I just need the world to know that I, there was no malice. I, I loved working with Mika. I, I, I loved our friendship. I, I, I shit the bed on that. Um, once again, just being so up my own ass, dealing with my own issues. And, uh, I have so many notes. I want to, I don't even take notes, but I just, I don't want to miss anything important. There's so much I want to say, but I guess more than anything, I, I just wanted to have this discussion and, and talk to current Rooster Teeth employees, current Achievement Hunter employees. Um, obviously, I helped create a culture of silence, uh, and it affected uh, Mika probably more than the rest of us combined, but it definitely has affected Fiona and it's affected Jeremy, and it's affected Lindsay, and Matt, and Jack, and Ryan, and anybody in our company, Barbara, that has received hate from our audience, and I allowed, I allowed us to be silent. And I have reasons for that, and they are not good reasons, but I, I, would, I would like to at least explain the thought process behind all of this. But I also don't, I, like I said, I don't want this to turn into some diatribe. And so I'd like to open the discussion up. I know, um, Fiona, you, you were in many ways Mika's spiritual successor um, as a female person of color who is, is a member of Achievement Hunter now. And I thought we had learned a lot from our failings with Mika. And I'm learning that, A, I didn't understand the depth of our failings any, at the time, but I, I also, I realized that I thought we had changed. I thought we'd gotten better. I think we have, I hope we have, but I don't know if it's to, to what degree. And so I wanted to allow you, I know that you, we had this discussion on off topic months ago and for you because you weren't able to be a part of it. And then, um, that felt really unfair. And so we, we pulled it, um, so that you could be a part of it. And, and, and I would like to offer you an opportunity to, to, to speak right now, uh, about your experience here, about ways that I can be a better friend and coworker to you, ways that we as Rooster Teeth can support you more. Um, but more, I just, I just want to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to try to make this make sense, but, um, and sorry if I lose my English while I'm talking, but um, I think the main thing here is that I did not, me and Mika experienced similar things, but Mika experienced it at a different time. It was it was not the same time as right now. And I think a lot of you guys have opened your eyes up to issues that we have in the company. And um, but the main thing, the main issue that I had was the first. I think the first six to eight months were absolute hell for me. And um, I felt I felt alone because because I didn't have anyone that could really relate to me. Um, really, only Mika could, and um, and I also just going a bit behind is that I I met Mika before I got hired here, and she told me she told me how much pain she she's uh dealt with here 
And I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no way. I, I couldn't believe it because I, I, have, I have met you guys before. And I was like, there's no way that, you know, these people could be doing that. And, um, and, and she warned me. She warned me. She said, please be careful. And even during Overwatch League, we were even having our issues internally there because, you know, some commentators, they didn't really believe in us. Uh, we were, you know, we were two, we were the two colored women uh, in Overwatch League, and they didn't really believe in us either. And we, we sort of had our, each other's backs during there. But, um, but the main thing is that I felt alone. And the, the reason why I felt alone was because I felt like anytime I would bring up the issue because I, I, I tried the best I could, but the issue was that I would either be compared to Jeremy or I would be compared um, or I would be told to ignore them. And I understand and I, I want to make this clear. I understand that Jeremy and Alfredo have dealt, uh, Trevor, have everyone has dealt with some shit uh, when it comes to the audience. But the thing that they have not dealt with is that they they can be compared to someone else and it, and they can be like, oh, these guys aren't funny. These guys are whatever. Like, I don't care for them, whatever. But for me, it might be the reason why people might not like me and the reason why people might not find me funny or might hate me is because of something I cannot change. And it's because I'm a woman and I'm a person of color. And I'm also fucking gay at that. So I have, I am the complete opposite of a straight white male. So, and, sorry. And the world that sees that as so different that it's possible that they, it's it's just things I can't change. I can't change it. And people might just dislike me and might judge me because of that, because of things that I was just born with. And um, I, 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 I hated knowing that if I was in a video, there would be more dislikes than likes because of it. Or like, or there would just be more dislikes than usual or that the video won't get as many views. And, and it's just, th it's things because I, that I can't change. And um, I just, just seeing the, the pe people making petitions, I'm disgusting. Look at me. Hold on. I have to use my t-shirt. You're beautiful, um, Fiona. Sorry. Thank you. No, I, I um, agree. That was gross, but that's okay. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, the petitions that were made to kick me out, uh, the N-word thrown around, the, uh, the stalking. The harassment, I, I have physically, and I told Gavin this, and I and I, I kind of sort of told Jack, but like, the reason I hate, I fucking hate playing GTA is because every time I play GTA, I get death threats sent to me on Instagram. And I'm like, for what? Because I can't fucking play GTA? Because I don't know how to control? I've, I've never played GTA in my life. Why is that so important for people to to send death threats to it it, it 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 makes no fucking sense there must be some some hatred it, 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 
it's not because I'm not funny and there's people who don't find me funny and there's people who don't like me and that's fine that's cool I'm not supposed to be liked by everyone and I, but there's some people that do really just not like me because of the way I was born just the, the just and I feel like um the reason why I feel people need you guys especially to speak up about it is because there's a trend where racist people where shitty people love to congregate they love to be near each other they do not like being with anyone else they love to be near each other so the more the, the more silent you are the more you're letting it happen and the more they congregate the shitty person will be like hey i can say whatever i want here because they're not monitoring it they are not deleting the comments they are not they are not talking about it they don't care and they congregate and it becomes even more and more that's why i i am the soul i am i am so supportive of people calling that out and of people um and and replying to those shitty comments and i know the community man managers have been doing great but i've been told that apparently they don't like when i reply to them they don't like when I reply to these people on the on on RTTV and it's like or not RTTV but just on the videos and it's like what am I supposed to do? Delete the comment, please. Get rid of the comment. Stop arguing with them. Stop letting them have a platform. Because there's a difference between having an opinion, giving criticism and just being outright hateful. Hateful. And it, it I mean it 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 makes no sense. So I think at the end of the day, what I think you guys can do and what I think Rooster Teeth needs to just work on is getting rid of these fucking assholes and, and, and not being scared to call it out. It, you guys will not have any repercussions done to you. It cannot be worse than what I'm experiencing. You, okay. guys, you guys can take some heat and it's not even going to be a lot of heat. And I and and I also don't want to keep praising you guys when you do do it because you that's just a normal human thing to do. I I don't want people to tell you you guys are amazing, you guys are great because you wrote one tweet. This is a normal thing. You are not a great amazing person because you wrote that. You are a normal person who cares about their their employees and their coworkers. And I really. I I think that's pretty much all I wanted to sort of say in my um right now but I I just need you guys to know that I I mean I I felt like shit before but I I I learned and I I became so headstrong that right now none of this shit bothers me and they people could tell me that they fucking hate me that I can go kill myself and it really doesn't faze me and I think that is the saddest thing that i have ever said so i've obviously it's great that i'm this i'm this uh resilient but at the end of the day not everyone is going to be and i'm lucky that i am but if we have new employees come in and if we have this reoccurring thing where we need we need diversity so we're gonna have to bring more black people in we're gonna have to bring more colored people in um they are going to have to deal with this and 
they don't have, they should not have to train themselves to be okay with getting death threats. That is not the way. And they should not train themselves for getting used to be used to being called the N-word. That is not okay. So I feel like we have a big, a, a, a big issue here where uh, we need to, we need to spotlight it. We need to talk about it. And it should not be talked about just this week. It should be talked about at any time, you know, any time, any day. Um, and and it, it's a conversation we need to continue having. And I think that's I think that's all I really wanted to say now. I'm sorry for the fucking boogers. I, I am so sorry. And yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And you guys will never fucking see me cry again. This is it. This is it. Well, Fiona, I, I, I think I speak for all of us that we love you so much and we are better we are better because of you being here and thank you for talking my god yeah i uh i thought i understood fiona the 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 hate you were receiving and uh here we are on june whatever the fuck this is and i'm still learning um it's a big thing with my call with mika yesterday was she she very eloquently and very patiently explained uh the reality to me in a way that I, I was blind to. Um, and I've been blind to a lot of your pain as well. Um, and not just you, uh, everybody, you know, everybody that's received hate in our company, no matter what color or creed or orientation you are. Um, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to, I'd like to go back in time a little bit to talk about how, how we arrived at this policy that we're changing. I, uh, I was, I am from the deep, deep South. I was born in 1975 and I grew up in a system in Alabama and Florida and Louisiana of endemic, of systematic, and honestly, really overt racism. I have, am very unfair to the South and the state of Alabama I, I shit talk them constantly because of how how much of a chip I have on my shoulder about being from that place and 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 my experiences there and, and seeing the kind of people that they that they were and it's unfair. I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be an achievement hunter episode without some kind of technical issues. So this seems very appropriate for. <laughs> okay. Um. And I thought that I was, ah, Christ, hold on, hold on. <laughs> can you guys hear me now? We've got you in You're wondering. Yeah, we're making sure we, we can, can hear, hear you on Jeff, the stream. But you guys can't hear Jeff um, at the moment. How about now? Any, any good? Can, I'm back. Okay. Uh, God, I, I continue to be uh, just a calamity of tech, technological problems. Um. <laughs> But I, I, I thought I, I thought I thought I was a reasonably progressive, woke individual. Um, you know, I, and I thought I was, I was what I was about to say is I, I thought I was an advocate. I thought I was um, I thought I did. I thought I did a lot to help. I, I have, you know, gay rights. I have gay people in my family who I, I, I look up to and love dearly. Women's. I, I thought it was enough to go for a. To go a couple times a year, you go to a march, Black Lives Matter, women's reproductive rights, voting, uh, fucking 
pro-immigration rallies, uh, donating money a couple times a year to, to charities and causes that I thought I was, I thought I was making the world a better place. I thought I was doing my job, but kind of going back to what Fiona said earlier, uh, that's just the fucking baseline minimum a decent human being should do. And, uh, and I've got to do better. I've got to be a stronger voice. I have a voice. I have a platform. Um, and I, I personally, I have to do a better job by you and for you. And I'm talking to Fiona and, and Mika and, and Lindsay and, and my daughter and everybody in our community. Um, but, but where I'm getting at is, I realize I'm starting to spiral a little bit. Where, where I'm getting at is, uh, because I'm older, it's not just, it's not just that I grew up with racism in a different time, but I'm, I'm from Gen X, which is a very overlooked generation. Uh, there's a lot of talk about millennials versus baby boomers and how Gen Z is our future, and they are. Uh, but I existed in a really weird time where I'm kind of, I have one foot in the past and one foot in the present. And it's a really uncomfortable place to be sometimes. Uh, I, I was talking about this with Bernie last night. I was talking about it with Jack today. Um, I think that part of my problem in accepting, well, I have an incident that I'll, I'll get into that really hurt me. But I think part of the problem that I have, and this antiquated thinking that I have, is that I was 19 years old before I saw the internet. I was 22 years old before I got my first computer. I lived in a time where social media didn't exist. The internet, and this is as I was, you know, even up to the point where we're starting Rooster Teeth and we're creating drunk gamers and ugly internet and all these projects that we had and, and using the internet as this tool uh, of creativity. It was kind of a toy to me then. It was, the internet was no different than a four-wheeler or a video game console. It was, it was new and emerging technology that was neat and fun to play with, but it didn't, it wasn't real. It wasn't tangible. And I realized that sounds really backwards and bizarre considering I created a, a company that existed on it and because of it and that we lived in it. But I had a, I just had a block in my head where I, I, I couldn't see it as anything more. And, and by the time social media came out and I'm in my thirties, uh, I, it's once again, social media is a, is a clever toy to play with. And for, for me and for, for guys like Jack, who are old and who lived a full life and who became adults before we were ever exposed to it. And I realized, and I don't know why I couldn't see this before, but I, I've been looking at my daughter a lot and I realized she's never grown up. She's grown up in a world of social media and Twitter and Instagram is as real to her as a newspaper was to me or the evening news. Twitter is, is an, as a real and essential way of, of, of her and the, and people around the globe to communicate in an instant and I didn't respect those things because I lived in a world before them. And it, it's, 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 it's been a hard thing for me to wrap my head around and to understand that, that other people see social media and, these, and the internet in a very different light because they've only lived in a world with it. And I'm a fucking, I'm backwards and I have got to catch up. And I, uh, it's, it's really funny. Um, I, I, I've been thinking a lot about this, this conversation I had with uh with i when i used to work tech support that's where i met bernie and gus and we started rooster teeth uh i was 23 at the time 24 and i got a call from a guy who uh I, he we we did outsourced internet tech support so he was having trouble checking his email something really simple 
and he was having trouble grasping it. And in the conversation, I could sense his frustration and I was trying to calm him down. And he kind of, he kind of unloaded on me and said, you know, or he gave me some advice, I should say. He said, I, I, was, I was you in 1960. I was one of the people that helped build computers and, and, and I was one of the smart, young, intelligent, forward-thinking people in the world. And I am now in my 70s or however old he was, and I don't know how to check my email and technology in the world has passed me by. And he said, uh, enjoy it while you can because it'll happen to you. And I thought, I live in a world of technology. It'll never pass me by. What happened was the world passed me by socially and I didn't see it. And I'm that guy. I feel like that guy now. And I understand what he meant. And uh, man, I just, I'm trying really hard to drag myself in, in, into today. And because of that, and because of that line of thinking for Bernie and Gus and, and, and I and, and Matt and everybody who was involved with Rooster Teeth in early days, uh, I can name them all. Kathleen, you Mary, Joel, Jason, Dan, Nathan, like all of them. There was, in its infancy, there was, there was the, the you've heard the term, don't feed the trolls. That, that was a very real thing and it made sense. It was if you, if you gave, if you elevated the vocal minority and you gave them a voice, they would take it and they would run with it. And, and it was easier to not fan the flames, not to give them oxygen. And uh, at some point, the internet changed. Social, the advent of social media changed. It changed all of this and that's no longer acceptable. And uh, I, I, I understand that now, and I didn't at the time. And I think part of it was a blindness that I, that existed in me because of an event that I've shared, and, I, and I've been kind of disingenuous with how I've shared it. I, I talk about, and I, I've, I've had this conversation with most Rooster Teeth employees to try to prepare them for the onslaught of the audience, which can be wonderful. It can be overwhelmingly wonderful, and it can be. Uh, a, a thing that I didn't know until about 15 minutes ago, which is people sending death threats to a very dear person in my life because she isn't as good at GTA as they want her to be. And uh, early on in Rooster Teeth, after we created the, the community site, um, we released RT Comics. And uh, it's the first thing we did that got a, t a tremendous amount of hate and backlash. And it was brutal at the time, for the time. And at some point, I saw a comment from a user. This is my daughter's maybe 18 months old, maybe a year, that said, uh, it's a great day to have somebody working on my yard. Um, <laughs> that said, uh, I don't know why Jeff considers and calls Millie his daughter when Griffin has been so filled up with cum by so many of the Rooster Teeth employees that it's really a crapshoot who she belongs to. And I lied. And I told, I've used it as an example of how I have made a decision 
that day that I could get on a plane and I could fly to where that kid lives and I could beat the shit out of them. Or I could not let it get to me and I could not let words matter and I could not, I could, I could be better than it and be above it. And I thought I did and I thought I was. But what I've learned over time is I just made a wall and I just refused to see. I, I, I built a defense mechanism around the community and around our audience and around social media and around the internet that I, I just that I ref I just decided I wasn't going to let words bother me anymore. But what really happened, and I advocated for others to do that. But what really happened was, I just I just internalized it, and I lied to myself and I told myself I was over it and I told myself that I wasn't letting it bother me, but it did and it still does. Like twelve years later. <laughs> And I wish, and, and, and I got kind of broken that day by our community. <laughs> and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry that I lied to myself, and I'm sorry I lied to all of you coworkers when I would give you that story, and I would tell you that if you don't let it bother you, it can't bother you, and to be better than it and to rise above, because I'm not better than it, and it bothers me still. <laughs> and I, I, wish, I wish I had been able to be more honest with myself, and I wish I'd been able to be more honest with you. Because of that, we created this don't feed the trolls mentality that, that became antiquated too long ago when we were too slow to catch up. And I can't, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to all of you. I'm sorry to, I just, oh man, I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. And I hate that I contributed and the hate that Mika got by being silent because I thought I was being a bigger person. And silence is acceptance. And I, I understand that in a way I didn't. And Mika helped open my eyes to that. The world has helped open my eyes to that for the last two weeks. Our beautiful, wonderful, grand experiment is failing. <laughs> and it's burning to the ground because of hatred. <laughs> and I just don't understand how we got here. Or why we're still here and why we haven't gotten better. I mean, I guess I do because I was complicit. I was complacent. I, I was ignoring things because it was easier to, to stuff it down than to, to do something about it and to stand up. And I'm not going to be quiet anymore. I'll never, I'll never be silent again, I, I promise you. And we have a, a, lot of, a, a lot of growth to do in Rooster Teeth and in Achievement Hunter. And um, there's a lot of that going on right now. I mean, this this started a long time ago. Uh, we've been continually trying to become better people and a better company. Uh, obvi obviously, we have a long way to go. And we need to get there faster. Um, and we've begun discussions internally, listening to our employees and people of color and 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 really listening and hearing. And, you know... I want to make sure that the next person of color, the next person that gets hired at Rooster Teeth doesn't have to go through what any of their predecessors did, but certainly not the kind of hate that Mika and, and Fiona have gone through. And I'm looking directly at you, person who threatens my coworkers and my friends, who hates someone because of their sexual orientation or the color of their skin. I don't want you here. You're not welcome. This is not a place for you. This is no longer a place for hate. It never was. We just turned a fucking blind eye to it. And it's, well, I'm not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. Go so, find somewhere else on the internet to live. 
if you want to threaten and seed and sow hatred and division in our community. You don't belong here. Um, well said. I've been spouting off for a minute. If anybody else wants to share anything. That, that was well said, Jeff, really. Thank yeah, you. I, I, I certainly need to address my uh, shit past. Um, it's, it's, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to defend anything I've ever done at all. I don't want to seem like there's anything to defend. There's nothing to defend. And I'm honestly such a coward for waiting this long to even talk about it. But um, I just used to say just shitty offensive things to, um, you know, attempts to be edgy that, that weren't, weren't funny at all. And this is, this is behavior that I've made, I've corrected honestly years ago, but with the progress I've seen in myself, the each year that goes by, I, I look back with more t disgust at the shitty edgelord that I was trying to be, I guess. And, um, I, I'm certainly not that person anymore. And a huge, huge part of that is, is owed to Mika for uh, just like j j giving me her perspective. And I'm, I'm honestly, I don't deserve to call her my friend. And I'm, I'm so thankful that I still can. Um, it's, it's hard, it's hard to, it's just so, so hard to say. And I just deeply regret who I used to be. And it, it, it honestly just sounds so empty saying those words. Like, I feel like I hear that all the time, to be honest with you, people saying that they're not who they used to be, but, um. Obviously, I'm only at the beginning of all of this. I need to realize that being a cast member is so much more than showing up to videos and then leaving. It's about setting an example internally and externally and being vocal. I mean, we can have all the community managers in the world, but no one will listen more to us. And I've just, like uh, Jeff just touched on, just been ignoring it the whole time. And I'm just so sorry for that. I mean, that's, that's been... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been working on the internet for, in some capacity for almost 20 years now. And um, like, like Jeff said, yeah, the whole idea of don't feed the trolls. Like I, you know, I steeled myself off to that and I built walls. And I, I mean, in the early days of, of Rooster Teeth, I caught a lot of shit. And... Um, and I just kind of, I trained myself to, you know, just to kind of push it away. And the idea of forcing someone to do that, especially now, I mean, we're, I mean, back then the internet was still a, a relatively small place. And now it's, it's, it's a part of our lives. And the idea of just telling something, like, oh, just ignore it. Like, fuck that. No, no, we, the, you should, you don't have, shouldn't have to ignore it. Yeah. And I know, um, I, I mean, I fucked up. Like, I, I should have. I should have been there. I should have. <sighs> I failed people. 
And I, I know I've, I've done and said things that were horribly offensive. And all we can do is, is, is try, to, try to learn from our mistakes in the past and be a better person. And change the planet for a better, for, for the future. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know how long this planet is going to be around, but I want to make it a good one. Yeah. And, uh, thank you, thank you for sharing that, Jack. And I and I realize, you know, that we have so far to go, uh, and the audience is is very rightly going to say, uh, "Well, now what? You know, um, what what are you doing two weeks from now?" Like like Fiona said, "What are we going to be doing a month from now? What are we going to be two doing two months from now?" And I wish I had a magic bullet and easy answers, but I can only tell you that we are going to be better. And that we're gonna, that I'm I'm gonna be a better person. I'm, I, I fucking I hope I am. And, but but we as a company will no longer tolerate this kind of thing. We'll no longer brush it off and try to be tough about it. It's it's unacceptable. The world is a different place than it was when we created this company. And at some point, we got behind that, and I, we we can't. His mic is look, gone. I, I lost Jeff again. I know I'm all Shit. over the place, but. I saw a video last night uh, uh, by a knows. community member, uh, this hear wonderful woman named Lauren oh, Brooke, okay. who uh, it was it was painful. Fiona actually linked it, and I saw it through her. And uh, man, she she said a bunch that was really poignant uh, as a person of color in the Rooster Teeth community. And uh, the thing that she said that stuck with me the most was when the, when she looks at Rooster Teeth, she doesn't see herself reflected back. And I can look at this room right now and there's fucking, well, I can't see you all right now, but I think you're four white guys in a Fiona. And I, I, I never understood that before. Um, and I think that's the kind of thing that as a white man, certainly at my age, I, I don't, I have a blindness to because I don't. I don't know what it's like to feel a need to be represented because I've never not been represented. And it broke my, it broke my heart to hear her say those things last night and, and to know that it was true. And I, I can say that we are, I am going to try to amplify the voices of people of color and try to, try to make the company that I'm a part of as diverse as the community that supports us. Because we are a diverse community, and uh, and I, I I've, I've been trying to make a lot of changes in my life even even before this. Um, if 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 you don't mind, I'd like to share a, a little story, and I hope it doesn't ring hollow. Um, there was this pandemic that kind of fucked things up for me, but uh, early February I went on a, a weekend trip to New Orleans with my girlfriend and her parents to get to kind of know them better. And her, her dad is really into tours and walking tours. And he scheduled us. I wish I could say I scheduled it, but he scheduled us a tour um, from a company called All About Dat Tours. Um, and uh, it was a black heritage and culture walking tour. And it started in Congo Square. And we showed up and we were four white people. We were the only four white people. And the entire rest of the tour was, was African-Americans. And uh, or black people, and uh, the the woman who ran the tour, her name is Michaela Iverson. She's a phenomenal lady. Uh, 
she's a, a soul and, and gospel singer and, and a tour guide. Um, she pulled us aside and she said, uh, I, I want to, I'm going to give you the opportunity to leave now because this is going to be a really uncomfortable tour for you. And it's going to feel like you're getting beat up. And I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest with you because this is a real tour and we're telling the truth and we're not going to whitewash it. And I, we were like, of course, absolutely. I, I, I want to understand. And, uh, first off, those, those people on that tour were so sweet and welcoming to us. And they, they, they were the kindest people. And that woman was the kindest woman. And she took us on this like three hour tour, two hour tour, maybe. And she would point out the other tours, the whitewash tours that were going on. And she would let us listen into a minute where they would talk about Oh, how African-Americans would all come down or Africans would come down on Sundays and play music and have a street fair and, and, uh, and, and sell wares to each other. And, and it, was, it was the day that the, the slave owners gave them off to be themselves and have their own lives. And, and, and then she told us the truth. And that people went to Congo Square on Sundays to get food because I didn't know this. There's a lot I don't know about my own past, my own history, this country's history. I didn't know that on Sundays, slaves didn't work. So they didn't get fed and they were going down to Congo Square to try to, to share food with each other and to make sure that other slaves were getting nourishment. And they played music there because it was the only place they wouldn't be beaten or killed for playing it. And I learned so much walking through Treme with those people. And at the end, they took me to a black owned bookstore and they gave me a free lunch and they made me a part of their community. And I realized how little I know about inequality and racism and the dark, evil, angry past that we all come from in this country. And I was, I just, and I, and I made it a point that day to, to educate myself and to be a better person. And then the pandemic hit and I got so fucking sidetracked with everything else in the world. And that's not, that's not acceptable. And I'm, I'm reminded today, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk and right behind me are, uh, you can't see it all and I'm not going to move my computer to show it to you, but it's four pictures of four inspirational authors that mean a lot to me. And, uh, and this is where, this is where, this is where prejudice, this is, these are the, the subtle ways that inequality exists, I think that I'm starting to understand and the Mika helps me understand. And, and we started a dialogue yesterday that I hope I can continue with her because she was so insightful. And Fiona, I would, I would love to have more of a dialogue with you because I want to understand more. And I have four authors hanging on my picture or on my wall here that are emblematic of who I feel like inside. You know, I'm an existentialist like Jean-Paul Sartre. I, I, I'm a fucking brutal alcoholic like Charles Bukowski. I think I can understand and speak to kids and people at, a, at an age like J.D. Township. And I think that I'm... And I have this picture of Ernest Hemingway holding a shotgun that he used to kill himself because I want to remind myself not to be that and not to allow myself to become that. And every one of them is a white man. And why don't I have any... Why don't I have people of color? Why aren't, why aren't there women hanging there? I have a picture of Shirley Jackson over there. I have one of Joan Didion in my hall, but... What the? F who cares? I love black authors. I love Marlon James. I love. I've been re really getting into Percival Everett lately. Um, there are phenomenal 
inspirational authors like Ralph Ellison, who I'm only learning about now at this age. And, and, and I don't have them up there, not out of hatred, but because out of ignorance, because this is the way inequality slowly creeps through the world and, and into our lives. I didn't, I, I didn't read those authors. They weren't presented to me. I, I, I had no access to them without seeking out, seeking them out. And I, and not knowing they existed, I, I didn't, they were largely invisible to me. And in little ways like that, I am ignorant. And also a lot of bigger ways. I'm fucking, I'm a, a giant failure of a human being in a lot of ways, but I, I'm starting to see that permeate how it permeates through my life and how I'm ignorant of black culture because I was never exposed to it. And I thought I was, I grew up in Alabama in a town that was as almost as black as white, or maybe even a little bit more, but living around black people and other people of color. Isn't understanding them and, and thinking that, you know, I'm not racist and, is enough. It's not. I, I've been so ignorant to, to, to so much of our country's past and, and to the people that I care about. And I've, I've got a long way to go. I've got a lot of, a lot of learning to do about a, a very dark and painful past um, so that I can learn to be better and so that I can see the blind spots that I have in my life so that I can understand why I have a four white guys on my wall and no person of color and, uh, and, and try to improve and, 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 and try to encourage others to improve um, and to learn and to be better. Um, there's a quote that I, when I get, when I need help, I, I go to literature. You know, it's, it's my security blanket, but it's also my education because I didn't get much of one in Alabama and I, I wasn't looking for it at the time anyway even if I wanted it. And uh, Ralph Ellison said something in An Invisible Man. <sighs> I just want to read it. He says, uh, it's not the full quote, but it's, it's the meat of it. He says, I'm an invisible man. No, I'm not a spook like those who haunted Edgar Allan Poe, and I'm, nor am I one of your Hollywood movie ectoplasms. I am a man of substance, of flesh and bone, and fiber and liquids, and I might even be said to possess a mind. I am invisible, understand, simply, simply because people refuse to see me. I don't want to refuse to see people anymore. I see you. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have anything else to say. I, I think, you know, I, I, what I want to just put in here is that just like you said, Jeff, there's, you are represented everywhere and I'm, I'm happy you're can't noticing. hear anybody. I'm sorry. Oh, you can't. I can't hear you. If you can hear me. Jeff can't we hear just, me. We need to get him back on Discord, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, either way, uh, can I think. Can you still hear me? Can you hear us? I, I can hear you now. I couldn't hear you. Uh, I, I guess I didn't realize I couldn't hear you even when I was giving that speech. Yeah, you're fine. I, we weren't talking. Um, yeah. I think uh, you made a really good point uh, of, of mentioning that you, you are represented. You are um, 
you see white people everywhere you people people you can see someone and be like yes i i relate to this person he looks like me he uh feels like me and um i, I it hurts to see when and i was I, I you know i watched lauren brooks um i watched her video yesterday and it's exactly what i'm talking about where it's like if you have these black fans who look up to you guys and who love our content who love our content i mean they they watch us um god i hear myself twice i fixed it oh okay thank you um they they look up to us they watch our content they love our content they they sometimes they dream to be in that type of content and unfortunately if we just keep on putting white men on there or white women too they can't see themselves in there because there's no one there that looks like them that 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 feels like them that understands their struggles and and it's so important to to have that because how else are they supposed to relate like I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to find the right words, but just how are they supposed to relate to the content if they can't see themselves in there? And how are they supposed to feel like we care for them if they can't see, um, if they can't see us, uh, see them in there? And I, I think it's so important, and I think it's something that we need to work on, which is maybe instead of putting out that five. Uh, that content that features five white men, why not we figure out a way uh, to, to, to add in some diversity? It, it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't hurt anyone because we can, we make so much content that everyone will be able to be in it. Where it's like, it, it just sucks. It sucks like, you know, I, I'm making videos with Lindsay and I know those aren't going to do a lot of numbers and unfortunately we're gonna have to stop making that video like we started doing sims 4 and we were told it wasn't getting enough views and the one thing with that is we have to normalize it we have to normalize yes there's women on screen there's black people on screen there's colored people on screen we can't it shouldn't be foreign to our fans to see someone different they should not be reacting so 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 much because there's someone different they shouldn't see me and they shouldn't see jeff and be like wow they're so completely different we're not we're, we're the, you know we we have the same we like the same things we are we're we're in the same company we're in the same group where we have the same goals and they shouldn't see me and be like i don't i i I don't like this person because she looks this way and see you and be like, oh yeah, I feel more comfortable with you, but not with her. And I think that's an issue we need to fix. And I am, I'll tell you something, Jeff, and you're probably gonna get so annoyed by me, but I will, I will bombard you with black creators. I will, I have so many in my head right now. There are people who are making amazing content online and they are all colored and they are all, different and because they're different they make uh, amazing they have such a different perspective of life than you do than than gavin does than jack does than jeremy does they have a completely different perspective on things and it makes content 
10 times better. It makes it so much better. Having black, black people are so, um, I, I can't think of the word, but they, they love so much. They, yeah. they will dedicate. If they love something, they will go after it. They will support you. They will always be there. They will have your back. And to see that the people who would have who would have our backs be sad because we don't have theirs is upsetting. And it's it's it pisses me off. And I I I'll tell you something. I will not be silent about it. I have never been silent about it, but trust me, I won't. I'll be even more annoying. But I just I I just need us to know that the more diverse we make our content, the better every the more positive the more positivity we will have and i and i and i am so excited i am so excited to see the future of rusu teeth with with the plans we are making the shows we are creating and 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 being able to to see the fault that we have ma makes me so excited for the future because i know it's going to be great it's going to be amazing because now we have our eyes open and I think that is the most important thing we could take from all of this. And we shouldn't feel bad about ourselves. And we should listen. We shouldn't keep on talking. We should listen to them. We should be on social media. We should be reading the comments. We should be understanding how everyone feels. And, and really making content for everyone. We, we should not, we should just be making content for everyone. Every single person you guys watching, every single person needs to feel like they are being seen. And I will not stand for it that they're not being seen. I just won't anymore. And I am, I haven't. And I will make sure shit happens. And I, I'm going to be, you know, maybe I'm not in a position yet, but one day I will be. And I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. And, and I think... I think we all have to have that mentality um, at the end of the day. Thank one you. Of, one of my favorite you, Fiona's um, is Raging Fiona. And I'm I excited. Am, I, I really pissed. appreciate that. And I hope, <laughs> I'm excited to see you kick some ass. I hope you annoy the shit out and of me. And I'll just, I'll just go ahead and make a blanket creator. statement right now. If, um, that you can. I think if I've you believe in, my, in... Oh, there we go. <laughs> what was that? There you go. I was, I was going to say, I was gonna, I'm making a blanket statement right now. If, if you believe that one race is better than another or you look at the protests going on right now the black life matters movement and you think that's wrong you can just go ahead and fuck right off uh we don't need you we don't want you and um that's that's bullshit like educate yourself look at what's going on on this planet and um and yeah we we don't need you so we, we want to surround ourselves with positivity and love and the idea that anyone's better than someone else because of the color of their skin or the quality of the character fuck that no fuck you so if it, yeah I think it, just, it, just, it pisses me off. People's like, oh, well, there's, you know, there's some good people. It's like, fuck you. No, there's no good people on that side. This pisses me off. Uh, I'll say, Fiona, I, I, I uh, obviously agree with Jack. Thank you. Um, but I think that one of the, the, the things that's the hardest for me to reconcile here is that um, the picture you just painted of the rooster teeth that we can be, I mm -hmm. thought that's who we Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think, and here's the thing, racists, a lot of racists don't know they're racist. Fun fact. They think what they're doing isn't racist, but in fact, the way their minds are being taught, the way their minds are thinking 
is racist. They see it's it's prejudice. And at the end of the day, Jeff, whatever has happened has happened. We have to own up to the mistakes and we need to just make a different we just need a change. And I am I am just so happy that we can have this conversation because we can change now. We can get to a point where there will be change. And I and I I am I am incredibly happy because if we didn't have this conversation if blm wasn't happening we would not be having this conversation we might be having it maybe in a couple years maybe if something else popped up maybe if i left because i was i was having enough of it we would have had this conversation again but we need we need to understand that at this point there is nothing we can do uh, to fix what uh, to, to to not fix, but we there's nothing we can do in the past. You have owned up to your mistakes, Jeff, and I I believe in you. I see you as as I I look up to you. I see you as an amazing person, an amazing creator, and I think we can do something amazing, and we can be the change that we want to be, and we will be the future. And it'll happen. It'll take some time, but it'll happen. I swear to God. I, if I'm here, it's gonna happen. Like I don't, I don't care. Like it's happening. So that's all I have to say on that. I'm so glad you're in my life, Fiona. Thank you, <laughs> and I'm so glad that you're in our company. And I'm just so glad there are people like you at your age in the world that are affecting change. Millie's so. Millie's gonna be the same same way too. I I, I see it. I I love her to bits. Seriously, Millie's gonna be the same way. Yeah, I've got a feeling that Rooster Teeth is going to become a lot more diverse, or it's going to be Fiona standing on a pile of dead bodies. I'm it's kind going of kind of one or the other. Something. So whether it's that or that, <laughs> I'm doing something. And that's why we love you, Fiona. Thank and, you. And, and we're better because you're here. And I want to point out, you know, I, through all of these things, which <laughs> like Jeremy, you know, I'm, Jeremy's I, muted. I'm it's Jeremy talk. And. Uh, Jeremy. Okay. Can He's you hear muted. me now? There you yeah, go. Yeah, you're, you're you're well, you know, and there's I've seen a lot of people say that they want to hear like they wanted to hear from me during all that where I don't know where I was going to jump in after so many powerful things happening there. But um, what I was doing that whole time, too, is also extremely important for everyone right now. And I was listening. You know, um, there's a lot of time for self-reflection and there's a lot of time for changing. And I mean, changing, not promising change, because making promises is really easy and keeping them is really hard for a lot of people. And um, so, you know, actually taking the time now to hear uh, all these all the perspectives that I've never had a chance to hear before. Uh, it really changes uh, the way I think about certain things, the way I looked at certain things growing up. Um, you know, I I was fortunate to not grow up in a place like Jeff did. Uh, you, know, you know, where I grew up, just in my town, I, I didn't even have a, another friend with the same skin color as me until I was almost in high school uh, or in middle school. And... Uh, but even then, I still heard jokes, and I, and I would always hear 
jokes about races and and different things that would skirt on being really offensive or even just were really offensive and um it never occurred to me until so much later in life how offensive what you think a joke might be is to someone and and the amount of damage that that can do even if you're just repeating something you heard on a show even if you're just you heard some joke that was offensive and and that and you find that that cringe that that makes funny it really really hurts people um and i and i like gavin said i used to love trying to be that edgy person try to be that person that that made jokes that were were too you know were almost too far or definitely were too far not just you know i'm not saying necessarily against people of color but of you know of all types of people regardless of the situation and um and always and just didn't realize how damaging that can be and that's something that that needs to change and that i've 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 really have changed and uh and again mika was a huge part of that for me um because I was always, like Fiona said, I was always around people when I worked here, like me, you know, and, uh, and, and Fiona came along and I saw, you know, I thought I got hate when I was, when I started, but the thing is when I turned off the internet, when I closed the comment section and just went out for a walk and just went to the store or something that hate stopped. Uh, and for people like Mika and Fiona, you know, they opened my eyes and show me that for them, it doesn't. And that's, that's what this movement is working towards. And that's the change that needs to happen and should have happened a very, very long time ago. Um, and a lot of comments, like we're saying now, and even and Fiona said it, she, she said, you, you can find me not funny or anything like that. That's, that's not the problem here. A lot of commenters, though, that have a problem with who someone like Fiona is, like to disguise it as just saying, oh, well, I don't find her funny. Mm-hmm. But that is, and, and they're not realizing or not more importantly they're not accepting mm-hmm. that the reason behind that is that they do feel that prejudice that they they don't understand and you know until they are willing to to do what I've been doing in the beginning of this podcast until they're willing to sit and listen mm-hmm. to what to what people have to endure on a daily basis they're never going to understand and they're never going to be able to change that about themselves um so honestly right now in these times there's a lot of things that you can do but one of the most important things you can do is listen to the people that need to be heard um and that is one of the biggest steps forward we're going to be able to make or at least that's the start of it. I agree. Mhm. Yeah. I mean it's it's 
you, you see it you, you see it it's very you you see it so much where um i mean i i like to compare myself to gavin because i feel like we have similar humor and similar play styles and everything and it's it just you know we're fucking idiots and it just <laughs> it, it just shows it just shows that you know sometimes when when gavin does it it's funny but when i do it it's not that funny and it's like why it's the same we're the same we're the fucking same person what the hell what's what's different about me and i know what's different i know what's different it's it's because i look like this and because i was born this way so i i see it even if you want to say if you want to find any excuse of it i see it i also also in terms of just being a female i have to look presentable because at the amount of comments on my appearance is uh disgusting and it really is disgusting um the amount of let's rolls i've been where people were like is she sick like why did they let her on camera like that fuck that why why do i have to look okay and why does jack have to look crazy do you remember damn that was a damn love you fiona for real for real you could have cut to gavin with his monster well gavin looks insane too i don't know what's going on could have gone with homeless jack looks homeless (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys are great. You guys are all beautiful, but sometimes, like, let's be real here. But at the end of the day, it's, I just wanted, it's pretty much just to say, you guys should not disguise, or you guys should just stop being racist and stop being sexist and stop disguising it as criticism or an opinion. Yeah. Because it, 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 there's no, we see it. We can see it plain and clear. We can see, oh, there's uh, Fiona lost her footage. Oh, what a dumbass. She doesn't know how to work a fucking computer. What a bitch. Oh, she sucks. I can't believe AH hired her. And then Gavin loses footage. Oh, Gabby lost his footage. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, I hope I hope everything's okay. I hope his computer's okay. Do you see the issue there? I see it. And it's, I, I, I know the reason why that is. And I, I'm over it, and I'm I'm not gonna stop calling it out because it's real and it's there, and it needs to be stopped. And if I see it, I'm going to report it. And if I have the ability, I'm going to delete it. And I'm going to tell you right underneath to fuck off because I can't stand it because you are disguising your sexist views and your racist views by saying some stupid stupid comment like that we see it so stop making excuses and just own up to it and leave because we don't want you here leave or change actually you know i don't want to be a hundred percent negative here why don't you change why don't you understand what issues you're having why don't you understand what what you're dealing with in your brain and and really take a step to change why don't you listen uh listen to the voices that need to be heard and and understand why you think that way or why you're coming off that way i think it's super important to also take care of your mental health you know some people find the uh, internet to be an escape uh the internet is an escape to a degree uh the internet is the world right now this is how we work this is how we make money this is how uh, twitter is my number one news uh provider i I, i'm not going on fucking cnn i'm not going on fox i'm i'm looking on twitter for this and i know uh, millions upon millions of people are doing the same. The internet is an escape to a degree. 
and you have you have your freedom of speech that's another thing that's another thing i can't stand that i I just i have the right to freedom of speech like don't be a fucking asshole and 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 us deleting your comment isn't a violation of your freedom to speak this is a private platform you can opt in or opt out go on your own twitter with your zero followers and your zero following and type into the void you can do that no one's gonna fucking touch you there (laughs) just fucking do that get a diary i don't know you have every right to step into your front porch and yell into the street Just if you want, but you don't have to do it on our fucking site. No, not on our site. Don't fucking do it. I don't care. I don't yeah. want I see a lot of people in, in chat right now pointing out that it's not enough to just be not racist. You need to be anti-racist at this point. We need Anti, to be trying. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. You can't just say, well, well I don't believe it. it's like, no, no, you have to be against no, that. You have shit. to 100 percent. No more of that. It's it's over. It's done. Yeah. We can't have that shit right now. Anybody so run any, the jewels release their album anybody that's any pretty funny, cool. funny jokes <laughs> or <laughs> i mean yeah where do you go right you don't i mean you don't you don't you, i mean you can't, there's we, no way we, We've all been dealing with this in our in our own ways i mean i know i've had conversations with people you know outside of work and this sucks I'll be honest, like this, this whole situation, everything like 2020 has been a fuck of a year. And, and I mean, it's, it sucks that it took this to bring all this to light and get us talking about it. But I'm so happy that we are. I'm so happy that we have amazing people speaking out and pointing to charities and getting, getting information out there and shit that I was just blind to. I know, and I'm sure there's plenty of other people have been blind to it. And it, I mean, it's, it sucks that it's, it's fucking 2020 and we're just now dealing with this stuff. It's like this. How is our how how is our species not gotten past this yet? We're launching people to space all the time now, and we haven't dealt with fucking racism, really. I I gotta tell you, Jack, uh, and I would love to hear Fiona's perspective on this, but um, in my white purview, I, th- I I I can't I can't help but think things have gotten worse. Maybe they've just gotten more honest. Maybe racism has gotten uh, has just been emboldened. But I gotta think. Uh, we all know the adage shit rolls downhill. Well, I think hatred rolls downhill as well. And if the leader of the free world is sowing hatred, and I'm not trying to get on a political thing, but I'm just, just factually, if the leader of the free world is sowing hatred and uh, sending out dog whistles and, uh, and creating a safe space for people, essentially creating a safe space for people to be open and blatantly racist, it can't, it's, it's, it's gotta be, it's, we have to cut out the cancer where it exists. I agreed. But, I mean, everything, I guess in a way, everything has its silver lining, right? In that, like you said, people with these awful views are definitely feeling more emboldened because they feel like they have more of a voice. They feel like they're being heard by someone in power. But then the silver lining is, we can finally see who all those people are. True. And and when this movement is now starting of the it's not enough to be silent, it's it's everyone's job to be forward and to di- direct their attention toward people who are clearly in the wrong, clearly refusing to 
think progressively about anything. Now those people are finally going to start being called out. Um, or I can only hope that uh, more people from this movement um, will stop being silent. Yeah. Will stop saying, oh, I, I didn't know that person was a bad person. That's, that's a shame. Now, that, now they'll have that, that drive to say, that person's a bad person. Now I can confront that person. And, you know, and, and not always in a, in a form of aggression, but in a form of, of trying to find out why and making that change. Because uh, people can change, you know, it, it, as bad as, as some people are, people can change, but they need help. They need help to change. They need, uh, they need to know that it's wrong, that the way they think is wrong, the way they think is twisted, and they, and they need to be shown, not, you know, they need to be shown why that is wrong and and how every and that everyone is equal and and you know maybe some of that is understanding understanding where it all went wrong right because racism and prejudice are no one's born with it Uh no one's born with that Mm -hmm. it's taught and um so once we can you know start to root out where that's taught to people and where and where these ideals are coming from and and start to change that view um is is finally when when maybe mankind can progress a little more agreed because it's long overdue and i also i just want to uh say um it's not on black people or colored people to really teach you or don't 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 expect them to have to teach you how to behave yeah i i Amen. see this yeah. all the time yeah. Where it's like they expect my camera's not fucking focusing. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> the, they 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 say it all the time. They're like, "You have to teach me how to how to be respectful," and it's insane to 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 expect someone just on like a random person on the internet to give you a full lesson that you can you can learn on your own. If you really want to st- if you really want to change, don't expect the change just to happen from someone else. You need to go out there and do your own work. Because I swear to God, the amount of times that people keep on asking me, "Oh, why was this racist? Why was that?" Well, look it up. I'm not here to- I'm not your fucking teacher. Go look it up and take the time to realize what you did wrong. And I then that- come back to me and we can have a discussion. Sorry. No, I think th- I think that's a a really excellent point, Fiona. Thank you for making it. Yeah. You look very scholarly and professorial chewing on your glasses. I am nervous. This is me being nervous and I, I ate all my grapes and I already <laughs> did and I, already, I was gonna call them comfort grapes, they, but I didn't. I, they're gone. The comfort grapes are gone. I was kind of nervously eating that and now it's the glasses. Disgusting. Horrible. Oof. Um well, this has been a, a pretty emotionally charged hour and 17 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if, if, if anybody has anything else they'd like to share or talk about. Um, um, I'd like to just say that, uh, oh, well, we don't know yet. Never mind. I won't say it. Okay. 
I know uh, I just I guess I'm kind of uh, lost for words right now. Um, I, I'm honestly I'm I, I I wouldn't even know which word to pick. I'm stoked to be better. I'm so that I'm, was not the word. Uh, it was not <laughs> the word. I'm so I can't wait so. to uh, like chase like further improvement all around yeah i mean like no one no one's happy with where we are right now is what it comes down to and we want to be better and i'd like to think we are starting to take steps to be better um, i mean i i like to think that rooster teeth has been on the path of of progression and getting better for a while now i just i think it's very clear that we have a long way to go and that we can get there we should get there a hell of a lot faster yeah yeah well, you know, we have we have effing around with Ify and Fiona. I've been bringing, I've been showing a lot of uh, a lot of new creators, a lot of different people on there, and I'm I'm really happy you guys let me get that platform because I'm able to showcase a lot of new talent and a lot of new creators that you guys might have not known and and ones that look very different from you guys. And I'm Fiona, really excited Fiona, about that. Fiona, now is not a time to self promote. We're I'm not there yet. Um, I'm self-promoting I mean, everything around with Ify and Fiona. I understand please watch that it. you want to tell people to watch, please but I mean, watch now it. we're on a different level, Fiona. And we have great people on there, let me tell you. If you thought anything stopped Jack from being an ass to Fiona. <laughs> no, nothing. I have seen it all. No, I, I love Fiona. And I like Fiona I and I have, do. have this really, we have this really interesting relationship that I never thought I would have with someone within Rooster Teeth where I feel so protective of Fiona at the same time. She doesn't need my protection. She's a badass who will kill you. Yeah. But it's, it's so much fun watching her like just be amazing and like i'm so proud of everything she's done since she's been with the company and i've really just i've tried i mean i've tried to take her under my wing as much as possible to, if for whatever situation i can provide knowledge about which mm -hmm. is very very few and um and yeah and fiona i'm so proud of you you've kicked so much ass over over Thanks, all these Jay. all these months you've been here and i'm i'm so excited to see what you do and what you become and i hope i'm here for it and i hope Jay. i can help you in some way and so of course you can yeah. you all can much love. I would love, yeah, I would love if you guys could help me. I promise we will. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't know what else to say. There's nothing. There's nothing that. else to say right now, at this moment. Yeah, there's just there's just stuff to do at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, it's enough enough talking. We just gotta we just gotta go. I'm ready. Ga like, let's just Gavin, fucking do something. Gavin, go ahead and do the ad read now. Yeah. Stop. Don't uh, don't forget uh, that listening is doing. doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I don't uh, yeah, I don't know how much longer we should go on. Um, maybe should we this just is end a, it? This is. Good... I think we should just leave it. At, we should leave it where it is, and you know, let yeah. people and hopefully people listened. Yeah. And I, um. Oh, sorry, Gavin. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say nothing of importance. Don't okay, worry. cool. I'm going to say something important. Um, <laughs> uh, if you, if uh, we have, we weren't, we didn't really dive into the BLM protests and the riots here, and I think that's an okay thing. I think that's okay that we don't need to talk about it. But I know that we will talk about it, especially. And this is not to promo, but like low key, it is to promo. We will talk about it at some point. 
um, and effing around with Ify and Fiona. I am bringing in a couple people and we will be talking about it with the, yep, there we go. Um, we will be talking about <laughs> it with other black people and we will be discussing about it and we would love for you to come right now. I don't have an exact date. We are not streaming today, but we will find a time next week or possibly tomorrow to talk about it, but it will happen. And it's okay that we're not talking about this on off topic. I think everyone has said their piece and I think everyone has, has their own opinions on it. And I think, um, I think it's important to listen to some black people about this because this is really about us. Yeah. And that's why I'm going to give, I'm going to use that platform to be able to gather up people and talk about the BLM pro uh, protests and riots and donations and uh, charity and everything. So, um, please come join us for that when it is announced. I'll be there. Yeah. Sweet. <clears throat> please, we need views. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I hope that this podcast helped in some way. Uh, I don't know how, uh, but it did. Let it be known that there is no place for hate, and we will no longer ignore it. And uh, the comments of any Rooster Teeth production will no longer be a safe space for that. Uh, we're not going to turn a blind eye anymore, and we're not going to ignore these these things that have very real consequences to the people that are in our lives. Um, we're coming for you. And I, I, I just, just want to say, um, Fiona and Gavin and Jack and Jeremy, I love you. Uh, you guys are my family. I have a family uh, in Alabama, but you guys are my everyday family. You're the people that I'm in. I spend more time with you. Lately, not so much because we're all quarantined, um, but I've spent more time with you people, Gavin and Jack especially, than anybody else in my life um, in probably the last 10 years. And uh, I just love you all so goddamn much. And I love every, I love our community. And I just, I promise, I promise to continue to learn and be better if you guys do too. Well, fuck it, I'll do it without you, but I really wish you'd be along. <laughs> the ride. Mm -hmm. I think that we can all grow and learn and become better. And I think it's very clear that our country has a long way to go. But let's get there. So, Thanks, yeah, lo Love you, Jeff. Love you too, Jeff. Love, love you guys. guys. <sighs> See you later. <laughs>